Hello, welcome to Mind and Movement, the podcast, where we discuss mindful movement through dance and through life. In today's episode, I have a conversation with my friend Austin Edwards. Austin is somebody that I met in 2016, and I've been taking his classes since then. And he's really somebody that has contributed a lot to my dance growth, as well as my journey as an aspiring choreographer. So I really wanted to sit down and talk to him about the actual journey and process of dancing, teaching, choreoing, and now his journey as a director of Choreo Cookies. Austin Edwards is a dancer based in San Diego, California. He co-directs a team called Choreo Cookies and teaches dance regularly. Austin hopes to share all the experiences he gains on his dance journey with as many people as possible. Honestly, this one is a super fun one for me, so I'm really happy to share it. Let's get right into it. Okay. Hello. Welcome to Mind and Movement, the podcast. Today, we have the amazing, amazing Austin Edwards. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Let's just start just, just jumping right in. Tell us about your story and your dance background. Yikes, from the jump? Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> started dancing when I was five. Um, long story short, my mom got me into it. I pretty much had like stumbled into like, like a ballet class at my preschool and then didn't know that that happened until my mom got this like bill in the mail pretty much. And then from oh. there... <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, because I think it was like a private like like a private program, you know, oh, okay. something. But I th- like it was in the same place as the preschool, like in like one of the classrooms. So I don't know how I ended up there, but this is also coming from her. This is like the story that she told me. Okay. Just as a disclaimer. Okay. So like that happened. And basically at the time, my mom was a fitness instructor at 24 Hour. And at that time, Angie Bunch also was a fitness instructor. So they met each other. (laughs) I don't know how, if it was like at a class or something like that, but then they were talking. And then at that time, Angie told my mom like, oh yeah, like I'm opening up a studio in San Diego. Oh my gosh. My mom decided to take me to classes and that's how that started. (laughs) So (laughs) it's like weird the, how it kind of just worked out that way. But from there, I mean, I pretty much been dancing my whole life. So I started when I was five. Um, I started with hip hop or just like grooves and breaking. I've continued with like hip hop training and other like choreography training. Um, since then, mm-hmm. I did breaking from like the age of five to like maybe 13. Okay. 14. I want to see this. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I was bad, but I wasn't anything special. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> I was in a crew. Um, it's called Cypher City Kings. My brother was in that as well. The crew is dope. Yeah. It was, it was a really and a great group of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did that until I was 13. This is just like my dance training, I guess. So yeah, like yeah. that was that. And then while that was also happening, I think from around the age of eight to 13, I did ballet and jazz at California Ballet School. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so pretty much 13, 14 was like the cutoff for all these other styles. And like from there, I went straight into like choreography and pretty much been doing that since. Okay. Um, I mean, that's just like the outside training, but I mean, I've pretty much been involved in like dance teams my whole life. Mm-hmm. So, so how I started at Culture Shock, I started on their junior team, Mighty Shock. Mm-hmm. And I was on that from like the age of five to 10. And then five or six, one of those. It's all fuzzy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was young, but um, <laughs> definitely around, it was like 10 years old. That's when I auditioned for Future Shock and I made it. Okay. And I was on Future Shock from 10 to about 13, 14. And then from there, I left. I joined IDK, Indecisive Dance Crew. Mm-hmm. Um, I was on there from about 2011 to 2012 until it disbanded and then when it um turned into ill habits i was on that team from 2012 to 2015 uh-huh. yeah yeah you know i actually remember watching that ill habits set one of them for the vibe like exhibition one mm-hmm. and i was like damn that closer was so cool <laughs> you're talking about the one with the white pants i think the, so you uh, look like you look like you came from like what is that one like movie tron like the I know you're talking about. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what we call it the future set or whatever, because it was meant to be a little bit more futuristic. Love that set. <laughs> it was and a great I was set. like, yeah. I wish I lived in San Diego. <laughs> and Where now were you I'm here. Before? Los Angeles. Oh dang. Wait, so you're from there? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you can't tell. <laughs> I mean, I don't go there too often to know. Well, okay. So one thing we always talk about, and I really feel like my mindset has shifted since we talked about this, Mm. but I feel like a lot of people watch you dance and they're like, Austin is just like naturally talented. (laughs) (laughs) How do you feel about that? (laughs) I remember when we did talk about this. Um, I mean... I kind of am. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean... if you don't know me or like you don't know like the like the history of like or like my dance history like i feel like it may come off that way yeah but i feel like you know like i definitely worked to get to where i am for sure i think some people really are like just born to dance and like they like have it or like a lot of things are easy for them but i also feel like regardless like i think a lot of people if you see them now they probably worked so hard to get to that point. Yeah. Um, you know, those people that you admire. So, I mean, I'm not mad at it. Like, <laughs> I appreciate the compliment, but I, um, yeah, I definitely, I definitely feel like I, I worked for where I'm at. What does it take to be a dan- a good dancer like you? What does that mean? <laughs> like, what does that even mean? I don't know. Like, I guess like a lot of people think of you as like a really great choreographer mm. or like, even being, I guess, like when we have our privates, like being able to come up with choreography, like on the spot, mm. like what does that take? Repetition, like literally mm. just practice. Like, I think that's what I'm saying. Like for me, I just enjoy taking a lot of class and like learning from a lot of different people. Uh-huh. Um, so like, I think in that way, I was like able to explore what I liked and what I didn't like within other people's stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as like doing the outside work and figuring out like what I like within my own movement. So whether that's like taking time to like, you know, just freestyle on my own with friends. And then like recently 
a little bit before and then during and now just like I think taking the time to challenge myself to try and make stuff on the spot. So, I mean, like now that, you know, how you see when we would have our privates, like if you didn't know that before, you might think like, oh, well, how do you do that? Yeah. But I mean, like I was taking like a good year or so randomly doing that, hitting up friends um, mm. to be like, oh, are you down to just like learn something, <laughs> even if I don't have anything right now? So I think, you know, just gradually trying to get better at that as well. Uh-huh. That is, that's not like, I mean, sometimes isn't it like frustrating to do? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's frustrating all the time. I think there's only been like a handful of times where it was smooth. You know what I mean? To okay. like, like it just happened nicely. And that's just like, you know, because of the moment, the people you're with, the song and where you are mentally, or okay. at least for me. But like... If it's so frustrating, how do you, like, get through it? You just keep doing it. Like, you just keep going. I think, like, or, like, you, like, hmm. You know? Because usually when I get really frustrated, I'm like, I quit. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, like, I get that because I think, or I think I get that in the sense that, like, if I was choreographing for a class or something and I'm by myself, I can relate to that where it's like, okay, well, I'm just not feeling this song right now. And then I give up on it. But when I have people with me, mm. there's more of a pressure to deliver. And I like that pressure personally. <laughs> okay. Even if it's like a, it doesn't happen like right away as far as like I put on one song and then like I'm able to bust out moves or like I stick to something. Like I think what's helped me, I think get to this point at least is just like, having those people be down to like, even if I like make it to a count type thing and then it's like, no, I'm not feeling it. They're down to be like, okay, well let's try something else. Mm. So like there's that pressure, but then there's like that understanding at the same time. That makes sense. This is just like a random question, but you know, because you dance your whole life, hmm. <laughs> why do you like it so much? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like this is something that I got lucky with as far as like it mm. clicked, you know, as far as like this was something that I just ended up really liking to do. And luckily, there's no real like end goal or like no like, um, I don't want to say like there's no wall because there's walls, but I mean like <laughs> it's not like I'm going to end up being a perfect dancer at some point. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, there's always, like, something to improve on, you know, like they always say. Whether that's, like, in what you're already doing or if you decide you want to explore something completely different than what you're doing, there's so many possibilities. And I think I I love that. Yeah. yeah. I think you're really, like, comfortable with that idea. You know, I feel like mm. some people almost don't, aren't comfortable with the whole, mm. like, this is a continual process. And like, I just want to get there. Mm. Like there's that like mindset of like, I just want to get there. But then it's like, what's there? Because I feel like, <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like dance is, you know, so subjective anyways, that like, you may not think you're at this point. I mean, I mean like what you think of yourself probably matters the most, but I mean, like you may not think that you've reached a certain level, but people are watching your journey and they see your growth. And you know what I mean? Like they see you getting better or like at least in their eyes, like what they think is better. And so I feel like for me, it's like it's a little bit unnerving, honestly, in that way. But I think it's also kind of like freeing 
to know that it's like there's no real end to it so it's like you should just enjoy yourself and like enjoy the process of it you know <laughs> do you think that this is such a random thing too but like do you <laughs> think that like most freeing things are also kind of unnerving i don't know because <laughs> i feel like that's a concept that i've mm-hmm. been thinking about like you kind of have to like be like courageous in a way to like be free Mm. anyways <laughs> I, I mean i agree i feel like because otherwise you're just kind of like you're probably just thinking so much scared you actually, right yeah yeah and then just like not taking any chances right okay what's the point well okay in terms of choreoing mm-hmm. something that i always think about when i watch you dance or choreo is like you really like capture that like essence of the music oh thank you so like <laughs> how what is your process with your choreo choreoing? And then like, how does that tie within like your understanding of music? Mm, um, well, I think for me, there was a turning point in my choreography early on, I'd say, because I remember doing um, a private with Amanda Grind and asking her about her process. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like something that I liked was just the fact that she mentioned dissecting the music okay and from there i like took that like and ran with it because i wanted to figure out depending on like what song i was listening to what i liked the most about that song and wait give me the question one more time because i don't want to go off on a tangent and not <laughs> no that's <your> okay <laughs> um let me see if i remember the question your choreography process yes and then how does your understanding with music contribute to that process got it so I feel like, let me just answer what my choreography process is. So it's like, I'll listen to the song. I'll dissect the song as much as I can as far as like what I hear um, sound wise. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I won't go as far as to like try to understand the lyrics in its entirety or like the section that I'm doing, to be honest. Because um, I feel like naturally I gravitate towards the production of the song anyways. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'll like dissect the song, figure out like what um, I gravitate towards within the song. Mm-hmm. Typically, it's usually like the bass or something that's like consistent because in my choreography, I usually like to have a good amount of grooves mm-hmm. um, that, you know, can tie in with a lot of the intricate parts as well. Mm-hmm. So then like once I figured out what I like in the music, the rhythms that I like, kind of like a let's see what happens from there. In most cases, like I feel like there's been some time or sometimes where it's like, oh, well, OK, for example, like um, I made a piece to Love Again by Brandy and Daniel Caesar. Mm-hmm. And the section that I did, they were talking about circles or like different forms of circles. Um, and I wanted to apply that within the movement and just see what happened. Um, and I feel like that's just like a rare time that I'll do that. Most of the time it's just like. Okay, well, what is that? What is the essence of the song? Does it feel heavier? Does it feel light? Does it feel like this color? Does it feel like, you know what I mean? Like, and then I'll just maybe go from there and then see what kind of movement comes from that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then in terms of music, just, you know, in case people don't know, like, Mm -hmm. what are the different parts of music to like dissect? I mean, that depends on the song, I feel like. Um, I think a lot of the music that I listen to, they have different kinds of basses. It could be an 808 um, or it could be something more muted. Um, 
snares or drums um mm-hmm. weird electronic sounds it just it really just depends and then i think like how i was saying i don't really go too in depth with lyrics a lot it's because i feel like i consider the voice more of a um instrument itself okay and like how that ties in with the song i think versus like letting what they're saying drive me mm-hmm. most of the time mm-hmm. and then with okay so your choreo always has like really a lot of grooves and then there's also a lot of flow mm. like but then sometimes i feel like when people are choreoing it kind of almost feels like they're like f- trying to force a lot of moves in there mm. do you ever feel that way <laughs> with my own stuff yeah um mm, <laughs> i i think so i think sometimes because i feel like i've gotten into this flow where it's like i create a rough draft and then the next day I'll try to like, just, you know, refine it. Okay. So I feel like typically in that rough draft, it's like, I'm trying to, I think, capture all the different rhythms and whatnot that I hear in the music, which ends up, it ends up being a lot more than it really needs to be. Okay. And then in that um, second draft is when I'm like, oh, okay, I probably don't need this. Or I can make this feel better by kind of taking this slower. You know what I mean? Just like... um yeah just editing yeah like what okay like when you're editing Mm -hmm. or like when you're trying new moves do you like okay like how many times do you like try it before you're like yeah that's not it's not gonna work (laughs) i'd say a handful of times because i feel like at this point at least for me i kind of know what's gonna feel good and what's not um that makes sense but sometimes i'm also like okay but is it because it's actually like awkward or is it just like i'm haven't done it that many times like it's just like a little bit uncomfortable but it's, yeah do you know what i mean yeah so it's it depends yeah because mm-hmm. i'm i've just been like coiling a little bit more mm-hmm. so whenever i like get to that point i'm like is it because it's awkward or <laughs> is it because like you know i'm just not getting it mm-hmm. and i feel like i there's always this like expectation for me to just like get it immediately right um <laughs> but i never know like when to like not try anymore that's where I'm at. <laughs> With that move? Yeah. I mean, well, like, I think it's up to you because, um, sorry, no, that's just, <laughs> no, uh, no, I but I, <laughs> I feel like it's, I've also seen people when they're choreographing and it's like the move that they do just doesn't work or like they'll do the move and then they'll explore just a few more options within that same kind of movement but isn't exactly this you know what i mean yeah and then like once they've gone through those options maybe they'll circle back to that same move and it's like okay well maybe this was the best option and it's just like maybe i need to take it from the top of the piece and then like see how it works once i get to that point or something like that Um, you know yeah i guess it just has a lot to do with like feeling frustrated and then like finding different options Mm -hmm. to deal with your frustration right i don't like that (laughs) right but then it's like one of those things where it's like well if you know more then it'll be easier to find those options too i feel like sometimes i kind of hit hit that wall of like there's too many options Mm. and i don't know what to do you know no i do okay yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like recently when people are like just seeing like what is your style? I'm like, shit, I can't tell you. <laughs> that's such a I feel like that's I don't know if this is the right term, but I feel like it's such a loaded question. Yeah, like what would you bit. say to that, right? I mean, cuz I feel like 
<laughs> like, what's your style, Austin? <laughs> I couldn't even tell you because I also like when I honestly I look back at my stuff kind of often just to like see the different like the progression or like the ways it's changed. So it's like it's really hard to pinpoint like what my style is. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like it's just. I could tell you like some of the things that I like to do within my choreography, but I don't. Which is like, I, I love to play with like different kinds of execution um, as well. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, and then execution within grooves as well. Um, and also trying to incorporate, like, sometimes I like to, when I freestyle, I love to play with like awkward positions. Um, mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That like, I know that can feel good. It just depends on like whether or like trying to find the right step or like the right, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but I, think, I I can't really be like, I can't really say like, oh, this is my style. Yeah. It just doesn't feel right yet. Like maybe once I get to a certain point and I feel like I know and like this is what I've accumulated a good amount of stuff. Um like of knowledge where it's like, oh, okay, well, I know that this is, this is what I, this is, this is how I like to move. Yeah. Like for sure. But I feel like right now where I'm at, I'm just enjoying like watching so many different people dance or like, um, when I can being exposed to like learning from different people where it's like, I kind of want to like take something that they have without like mm -hmm. you know being a carbon copy of it mm -hmm. and like apply it so i feel like i'm still in that phase where i'm just like trying to take as much in as i can right but i feel like you i feel like you wouldn't really get to a point of like i can really define this you know right yeah because i feel like before too when people are just seeing like you're so good at like dancing swag and like you're very powerful it's like that just like put me in like a box of like this is all i can ever do mm -hmm. Right. So then I feel like to some extent when you're like defining your style with like words or like certain moves, you're just like limiting yourself to that thing. Right. Yeah. Unless, but you don't have to, like, I think, <laughs> I mean, well, going back to the first thing you said, I mean, if people see you do that uh -huh. and really like only that, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised that that's what they say, but, um, I feel like at the same time, like, maybe you know that that's what you essentially like to do, mm. but that doesn't necessarily mean that, like, you have to be limited to that thing or those things. Like, you could yeah. still branch out and find other things that you like. And then, like, if that is where you know that you love to stay at within your movement, maybe try taking those things that you've learned outside and apply it into that and enhance that. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, like, what's the difference between, like, what you like and then, like, what your style is? You know? I mean, I don't know if there is a difference. Okay. I feel like, I don't know. There's just so many, <laughs> there's so many ways to go about answering that. Because, I mean, you can like a lot of things, but maybe, like, you like watching it, but you don't necessarily like how it feels on your body. Okay. Or you like doing it but ultimately again you know that there's something else that you naturally gravitate towards and you like doing more like for example okay if you like if you like doing more of like um hard-hitting choreography to 
um, hip hop music or something like that. Mm -hmm. Right. But you also know that you like to dance to house music. Maybe like you can take, like if you're choreographing, like you can take certain steps that you've learned in house Mm -hmm. and then apply it to what that, you know, that hard hitting choreography or whatever that you like to do. Mm -hmm. So it's not necessarily like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Do you know what I mean though? It's like, you, you can still like, you don't have to be limited to one thing just because other people say yeah. that that's, that's what they see you do or like, Oh, you're so good at this. Doesn't mean that you have to be limited to it or put yourself in that box. You can definitely live in that box if that's, you know, how you feel and like where you like to be. But I think like enhance that box, make that box bigger, make it a package, <laughs> Period. Like, make it a package. So take, <laughs> take for real, take like all those Take things from outside if you do like other things and bring it back to your box. That's that's quotable. <laughs> that's like, make it a package. <laughs> make it a package. I don't know. So you learned dancing for a long time before you started teaching. Mm-hmm. When did you start teaching? within your like dance career oh wait good question um i'm trying to remember like when i actually it's hot oh my gosh what was the like like, what was the first class you taught you know (laughs) um oh my gosh what was the first class i oh i think one of the first classes i taught was with one of my old teammates melissa de jesus it was for oh wait no was that my first one (laughs) I think, well, it was either I taught with her or I taught with um, Athena Messina. And I think those were both for workshops for IDK. And I think that might have been like 2011. Whoa. But it was just, you know, it was a small thing. Um, It was a team workshop type situation. No experience in teaching. I don't even know how I did. (laughs) Hoping it was good. But um. Yeah, I wouldn't say I started like teaching consistently until probably or at least getting more offers to teach uh-huh. until like 2016, uh-huh. something like that. And how has that like that journey of teaching been? It's been interesting. Um, I think I didn't really know how I was going to feel about teaching or didn't know how I felt about it for a while. Because I think I wasn't looking at it, at least when I first started, as like a, I'm teaching a group of people and I'm trying to make their experience good. Okay. I think I was thinking about, oh, I'm getting a chance to share my choreography. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Um, And the mindset is really different. Mm-hmm. Like you can feel that in class. Right. Yeah. Like when like someone's just kind of like giving you moves because I mean, not because they don't care, but I think they're more interested in just seeing it Mm -hmm. versus like, I think trying to get whoever's learning or whoever's in class to understand it Mm -hmm. and want to come back. And I think also not just like leave it at just the moves that they're learning in that class, but like if they do like your style and they've expressed that, like how to make them understand your movement in general mm-hmm. past just the steps because the steps are hopefully going to change 
with each class, but it's like, if you want them to understand where you're coming from with your movement and how you hear music and all the other stuff, I think like that's at least for me, like a big part of teaching. Yeah. What, what like shifted that though? Like, you know, you started with like, I just want to share my choreography and then it became more like mm. this, you know, the latter, like how did that happen? I don't know. I think, well, cause I don't know if it was ever like a simply put just like, a, Oh, I'm here to share my choreography mm. from the start. Mm. Um, I think like, I just never really thought about I'm teaching a group of people. So I wouldn't say like it was the other thing mm. for sure. Mm. Um, but I think the shift happened with like taking class and like once I started teaching more, being critical of myself and being critical of like who I was learning from. Mm. Does that make sense? Or maybe not being critical, but just being observant. Yeah. And um, I think figuring out what I liked about their teaching, maybe what I didn't like or like what I can take and add to mine, uh-huh. that kind of stuff. So what is your like current approach to teaching? Um, ooh-wee, I don't know. I think, I don't know if I've ever had to put it in words. <laughs> I feel like I'm still working on it, but I mm. think my current approach is to really, I think more so get people to tap into understanding execution of movement and like the amount of space within that certain count or uh, beat or whatever the case may be. Uh huh. Um, more than just the steps. Cause I feel like this is just obviously me looking at my own steps, which is skewed, but I feel like the steps that I do aren't necessarily too difficult. I think it's more so like, honestly, though, I think That's it's live. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't think it's really the steps. I think it's more so like whether it's like the weight transfer, transfer or like the, the way I'm executing one move into the next and how much time you have to get there at least from when I'm watching is usually when I have to like, what I have to go over more than the movement, not in every case, but I think in a lot of cases for sure. Yeah. Your weight transfers, especially like all the time. (laughs) Anyways, I feel like, I don't know, just like taking class from you from a long time. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you what it is, but I feel like the way you teach is different than like when I took class from you two years ago. Oh, cool. Like in a good way or just... <laughs> no one's bad. No, I'm kidding. Like, like, did I make some improvement there? <laughs> um, I do feel like there, there's definitely more of like a extra care into your mm. students. Maybe I think that care has probably always been there, but I feel like maybe it's like expressed more. Mm. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely trying to do that more <laughs> um, because I feel like it it's... I think this was also partially why I wasn't enjoying teaching as much because I was getting so far in my head Mm. in the moment that I wasn't actually giving all I could while I was teaching. You know what I mean? Where are you getting in your head about? um, If I'm doing a good job as I'm teaching, you know what I mean? Like, I guess I was just nervous. Yeah. You know, when it's just like, I, I feel like being a new teacher, it's easy to like feel so much doubt. Yeah. Especially like for me, I'm not good with talking in front of like a large group of people really to be honest like you seem so energetic <laughs> and like personable <laughs> when you're up there I'm glad because I, I mean well like I feel like I honestly feel like I don't know if I was like that always like I think maybe in more recent times I don't think so yeah yeah it's gotten better but I think that's because you know I've just been doing it a little bit longer and you know 
yeah. it's gotten more comfortable. But definitely when I first started, it was like, it was easy to like just focus on choreography, mm-hmm. like what I was teaching, but not really think about like the experience I was giving to the people learning from me. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think uh, something someone said one time was like, people don't take your class for like your choreography. They like mm-hmm. take it for like you. Mm. That was mind blowing, <laughs> you know, because like I feel like whenever we start teaching, it's always like I have to make sure my choreo is like a certain way. Right. Or like I have to make sure they I even like I have to make sure that they learn this certain thing. Mm. But then like I think if you're just like being you like that will like attract students. No, definitely. But I feel like I don't want it to be limited to just like like you're only coming there to like. Have a good time. <laughs> I mean, that's OK. I mean, but like. <laughs> I don't want it to be like a you're coming there just to to see me or like I don't know like yeah that's just how I am like I feel like it's totally okay to like go to a class and like have a teacher want you to be there and just enjoy the vibe um yeah learn the moves and just have a good time like that's completely okay but I think for me personally like I love when people come to class and they're like obviously they're there for me because they're there for what I have to offer yeah but I want it to be, I definitely want it to go past like, oh, you just know my personality. I hope that like, or I just hope that like, there's something that I can give you to further your dancing. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I guess like them, like taking that experience and kind of like internalizing it a little bit more. A little bit more. Cause I think it's just yeah. so easy to like, especially if you take class so much. Yeah. To like kind of like have it all blur away and it's like, okay, well, maybe you need to take a second and be like, okay, well, why am I doing this? Or am I even seeing the improvement that I want to see? And I feel like as a teacher, I want to make sure that like if you're coming there, that I'm giving you something, like something where you leave and like hopefully you have a moment to process like, oh, okay, I can take this away and I can bring it into something that I do next. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I do feel like sometimes, especially like before COVID, I was just taking class and everything was just like blurring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was not a fun time. <laughs> I don't know. You know, did you feel that way too? Or is it just like, a, okay. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Um, I think it's because I was like taking a lot of the same classes too. Yeah. Where it's like, I was like, okay, well, not that I'm not learning anything, but just like, I think there's... I can like learn more if I branch out. Yeah. And so now are you just like more intentional about learning too? Definitely. I mean, I've tried to be for a while, um, like coming to class with a goal um, versus like just coming to class and seeing what happens. Um, What is that? Currently, what is that goal? Currently, I feel like that goal is to just be more confident. And like, (laughs) even if it's like something brand new, like, you know, because I mean, I'm going into a class and I'm obviously not going to know the steps, but how can I, how can I like not be afraid to fully be me in the moment? That sounds so, (laughs) that sounds so stupid, but you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) Like, I feel like it's been so easy for me to get like caught up in my head as I'm learning, even though I know the choreography and I know like not to sound a certain way, but I know that I'm going to like do well yeah. when I go out onto the floor. But for some reason, I always find that roadblock where it's like, I don't feel as good as I can about it. 
even if I like watch the video back and I'm like, there wasn't a single mess up or, or like I quote unquote did the moves right. Or like how the teacher said, Yeah, I would always like come back and be like, well, why don't I feel good when I walk off? And I think it's like, for me, it was a mental thing where I just wasn't like either I knew that I could do better in the sense that like I knew I could just fully give more, immerse myself in the choreography mm-hmm. past like the steps or like whatever the physical part of it is. Yeah. What does it take to do that? Like You're asking the be- wrong person because <laughs> I'm, I'm still getting there. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like it takes a lot and I like have to really like check in with myself before I do it at all so like I can like be like yeah you're you know the steps just fucking do it and like who cares if like it looks extra or like whatever the case may be because it's like you know just all the things that we hear in class or like when we go into class like this is a place for you to make mistakes or for you to you know explore the movement or like da 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 like and it's it's so true but it's just so hard at least for me like how we were saying like you go to class and sometimes things blur and it's like when they blur you don't take as much out of it as you could have. Yeah. Cause then I feel like when you're like trying to be yourself, it's that like weird, like I'm trying not to worry about the moves, but then also like get it Mm -hmm. (laughs) at the same time. Cause sometimes I feel like I like let go, but then I feel like I'm like letting go too much. Mm. (sighs) Sorry. I just asked cause I'm projecting. (laughs) No, I, I mean, I feel like it's a common thing to be honest. I feel like it's it's very common to not feel confident in yourself or sometimes you want to feel confident because you know you can do it. But then, at least for me, I'm not going to speak in general because I don't know. Yeah. But um, for me, sometimes I like worry about it coming off a certain way to the people around me. You know what I mean? No. Okay. Because you never do that. Because <laughs> I, well, I mean, that. I mean, that's that's great. I, I think it's just like. <laughs> Sometimes I want to be, or I just, I want to push myself to like, just, just truly not really give a fuck. Like, it's so hard to get to that point where it's like, cause it's like, there's so many things. It's like, especially when I'm going to class, it's like dance is very much a social thing. And I don't want to solely feel like I'm there just for myself. Even though to be honest, when I go to class, (laughs) I'm there for myself. Like I'm there to like improve my training. Um, yeah. As much as I'm there to like, obviously engage with people that are also in the class and watch them dance. But I think like I get so far in my head about those things where it's like, I'm not giving all that I can in the class the way that I want to. To think about that. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I, <sighs> I'm just going to leave it at that because I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I hope this is making sense because I'm like working through it in my head as we're talking about it. So, you know, for anybody that's listening to this, I'm so sorry. But kind of no, like... I think it does make sense. And I think it, it very much captures like the complexity of like taking class mm. or like working on this dance journey. It's like there's just so many like colliding thoughts like all the time. Right. And it's just it's like when I hear myself talk. I'm like, it's literally a fucking dance class. Austin, why are you making this so hard for yourself to just enjoy dance? You know I what I mean? That. It's just, it's one of those things where it doesn't have to be that complicated. But, you know, if you 
Yeah, I if you just you. think a lot, then I know you know, people are like, "Oh, happen. you can just stop thinking." I'm like, "Bitch, how? Please <laughs> like, tell me." Because I'm not <laughs> okay. Not there. <laughs> um. So you recently became the director of Cookies. I did. You did. Was that something that you saw for yourself, or was it just like it surprised you? That very much surprised me. Oh, really. Um, yeah, <laughs> was not, to be honest, I was really not sure that that was something that I wanted to do. Okay. Um, like it took a lot of talking to just peers like on the team um, or not. Sorry, not, I was not talking to a lot of people about it because I couldn't. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, specifically Nami at the time, mm. because she's also directing. Mm -hmm. I would talk to her a lot because I think like. It was one of those things where I never saw myself there. So it was hard to imagine taking that role on, especially like in the allotted time that I had to make a decision. Not that I didn't get a good amount of time, but just like, honestly, I could have been like, or if they let me, I would have been like, can I take a year? You know what I mean? To like decide type thing. Uh -huh. um, just because in that moment or back when they asked, and by they, I mean Carlo, mm -hmm. Chris, and Jason. Mm -hmm. um, it just wasn't on my mind. I feel like teaching has been the thing that's on my mind that I wanted to improve on. Um, and it was honestly the first thing within dance where I felt like I had a direction. Because I think before that, I knew that I enjoyed taking class mm -hmm. and that was never going to change. But I didn't know if there was anything more that I wanted to do with dance, whether I wanted to somehow make it some type of career, quote unquote, or just mm -hmm. um, if it was going to be more of just like a passion, which and either route would have been fine. And then, you know, when I got opportunities to teach and then I went or I've been going through this journey of like figuring out what if I liked it, if I didn't like it or how I wanted to improve, I found that I love it. And I, you know, that was something that I really wanted to work on. So it was like when this new opportunity came in, it felt like, oh my gosh, like almost like, to be honest, some like an intrusion, um, just because to be truthful, just because it was like, oh my gosh, like I did not see that coming at all. <laughs> and I have this other thing that I just want to get better at. And I'm just, you know, I'm in my head, I'm thinking about, am I going to have time mm -hmm. to like, you know, make sure that I am doing these things to the best of my ability. Mm -hmm. But, you know, ultimately I was, you know, talking to, I was actually talking to Celine and mm -hmm. she told me, she was like, well, why can't you do both? Mm -hmm. And I had never thought about it that way. And it's so simple, but I definitely was thinking of it as like, a, no, I can only do this or I can do that because mm -hmm. I think because I wanted to put in all my energy towards one thing without considering the idea that maybe I could put energy into both and one could enhance the other. And she helped me see that. And I yeah. think that was, yeah. Because I feel like there's a lot of parallels between like directing and like teaching. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, well, I think in ways it's like, well, you're in front of a group, you're leading a group in some way. But I think it's, I mean, they're very different at the same time though, or at least in my experience. Like I feel like teaching while like, 
trying to get better at teaching is a consistent thing. I think the action itself mm-hmm. is a uh, very like limited. Like I go to teach a class for an hour and then it's done. Um, mm-hmm. And while it's like weekly, sometimes in some cases, mm-hmm. um, directing is what I'm realizing is a very much like, yeah, we have the rehearsals and there's that's that like there's that um, in person type of like leading similar to teaching. Okay. But there's also so many other things outside of it that go into being a director, you know, like the prep as in one thing, like just the extra meetings and stuff that you have to do accounting for 30 people yeah, and all the things that they need. Like whether that's like something like you're creating a set and you have to like figure out, okay, well, who is this or what, who's going to, you know what I mean? Like thinking about all those things for that, or also just something as simple as like, getting texts from a bunch of different people because they may not make it to rehearsal or there's this or there's that. And I think like it really is, or at least what I'm starting to realize, it's like, you know, more of a full-time job in that way, for lack of better words. It's just like, it takes, or there's like more time. Yeah. I think. And then like, how are you more care. adjusting <laughs> to that? <laughs> it's hard. It's really hard. I think like um, all those things on top of, I'm just, I just never really pictured myself as like a leader. <laughs> really? In the, in like for real, like in the sense of like being in charge along with, you know, two other people, obviously in this case, but um, being in charge of a group of people and having eyes on you. I think just that alone, that concept is so scary to me. <laughs> <laughs> like knowing that like these people are trusting you. With something with a lot, I mean, a good amount of the um, members, like, or at least used to be, a lot of the members were um, on the team before I was on the team. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, stepping into this role, it's like they are trusting you to take care of something that they care about so much um, and have for some people 10 years. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, so I think it's a lot of pressure. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I think as I've been in this role for like, I don't know. Um, a year and some? Like half a year, maybe. Oh, okay. Um, it's not been half a year, thing. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, I'm trying to, whatever math is, I don't know. <laughs> but um, what was I going to say? It's just like, it, I'm like, I'm learning a lot is pretty much what I'm trying to say. And yeah. I think I'm enjoying learning. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you and Carlo are like very similar. In oh, the interesting. Sense that like, he also wasn't uh, expect or like he wasn't he didn't see himself as a leader kind of deal. Yeah. But I feel like where where we're at in terms of like society as a whole, but also like dance community, it's like you kind of need people that are kind of like always open to learning mm-hmm. like that first before leading. Got you. Um, and I feel like that's such like a underappreciated thing from both you and Carlo. Like like you're very great students. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And I think like being a good student, you have to have that first before being a good teacher slash leader. I agree. You know, what's funny. I was actually watching. um, Have you seen Drumline? No. Drumline with Nick Cannon and Zoe Saldana. I haven't, but continue. Okay, get on that. And whoever's watching this, get on that movie if you've never seen it. It's old, but it's it's really good. But basically, there's this moment in the movie where Nick Cannon's kind of a brat. Like, he's really good at drumming. 
and they're doing some kind of like, just like practice some kind of drill or something like that. And his leader is like doing the drill with him. Like they're going at it. It's like super intense. Okay. They're like doing, um, using Nick Cannon's drum and like banging the drum. Da, 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 da. And then Nick Cannon, like quote unquote, like out drums him okay. in that moment okay. where it's like, you kind of have to watch it to understand okay. what I'm talking about. But basically the point is like, then his leader, the guy that is leading Nick Cannon, that guy's leader comes up because he was watching it happen. Okay. And like does the same drill with Nick Cannon and like adds like something extra to it. Ultimately, Nick Cannon messes up. And then the leader says, you have to learn how to follow before you can lead. Yeah. And I think that's just so true. Like, I think I'll never forget that line because it's like, it's such a concept, like you're saying that I think is, it definitely is underappreciated, but it's, it's so true. Like, how are you going to understand how to like lead a group of people that are following you if you've never been in that position. Yeah. That's um, why I'm like, I mean, I wasn't shocked <laughs> when I saw it happen. <laughs> I was like, oh shoot, it's happening. It's happening a lot like faster, I guess, than I thought it would have. But mm. like, whoa. <laughs> um, and like I know it's a lot of pressure, but like, what do you hope to accomplish? Oof. Um <laughs> <laughs> that's the last Ooh. question. But yeah. <laughs> I think uh, within being a director, mm-hmm. I would say- let's do director and then like dancing. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, as a director, I feel like at least where I'm at right now, I hope or my one of my goals is to I think gain more confidence within myself to make sure that again I'm giving the most I can to um, cookies without having to worry about like what I look like or not what I look like, but, um, mm-hmm. I guess like how I'm presenting myself as I'm teaching or directing. And then I think just, you know, to make some cool shit with <laughs> Nami and Carlo, like, I think we have a really cool dynamic that, um, what, at least from what I'm seeing so far is like working and, um, it's been a pleasure, I think to just so far, like create, like how we just had released a video. Um, videos dope. Thank you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> that is not what I said. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, just like to really just like, I think push ourselves, but also like just have a good time with this team. Love that. Yeah. Okay. And then dance wise, goals for yourself? Yikes. Well, I mean, um, <laughs> they're forever changing. But I feel like I kind of talked about it a little bit. I think confidence is a big thing that I want to work on. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I can work on physically. Um, mm-hmm. like honestly, I need to start stretching more, <laughs> gain Same. more flexibility. That's a big thing. I think, like, obviously, just explore different kinds of movement. I think I really want to get um into contemporary movement. Um, because I did ballet and jazz when I was younger, and I think like there's something in it that I really enjoy. Um, so that would be something to explore, hopefully sooner than later. But yeah, that's like the more physical stuff. I feel like mentally, I just want to work on confidence and I think enjoying myself more. I love that. I love that they're not like, I want to be like a, you know, like international choreographer that teaches whatever, whatever, but more like, (laughs) I just want to like figure myself out through this process. Hi, Q. I feel like those opportunities will naturally come when they're ready. And I think like by working on these things, that'll make me more ready. For when they do come rather Period. than just looking at what that is so 
Yeah. yeah I'm going to quote this whole thing anyways. Oh, Lord. <laughs> okay. Um, just a speed round. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I know you're a big music some... person. Yeah. <laughs> so what's a song you've been currently feeling? Oof. Um, there's so many. <laughs> I'll give a few. Okay. I'll give a few. <laughs> so I would say <laughs> there's a song called um, You and I. Um, I don't know how to pronounce the name. It's like Dable. Okay. And Holy Brune. Um, that's a great song. Okay. Um, I'm going to make a playlist after this. I honestly, that's something that I do enjoy doing outside of dance. Um, making I playlists. love making playlists. <gasps> oh my God. Yeah. You got to send that to me. Okay. Okay. Period. Yeah. I'll, I'll make some playlists. Just let me know. Okay. <laughs> um, something in the future that you're currently excited about? I would say like friends are having birthdays coming up oh. and we're going to take like you know some trips okay so I'm that's excited. a fun time exactly yeah especially after like last year yeah okay something that you had to unlearn or rethink in the past year i would say <laughs> i would say definitely like relationships with people i think like to elaborate just a little bit more maybe if they are being helpful or if they being if they are being harmful um I don't think I was ever really good at creating boundaries for myself. Um, So I'm trying to learn how to do that when it's necessary. Um, Because I very much do enjoy just like saying yes to things and being down and like being social when it isn't draining. (laughs) Um, But I have like realized in um, recent cases, like there are limits. And I think I have to acknowledge those limits for myself versus like just brushing it off. Okay, a piece of advice that you received that you just really did not like. I actually don't think I can think of anything. Wow, that's amazing. To be honest. I can think of so many things. I can't. Oh my gosh. Or I mean, like, I'm just, I think I'm just used to wanting to take those things in. But also, maybe like, I I think I also would appreciate more advice. Really? Because <laughs> I feel like, yeah, like, I feel like I receive advice, but sometimes I wish I received more at least in dance specifically. I think like when it comes to like, if I'm doing, if I'm dealing with like relationship stuff or like just outside, like, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever. um, I feel like the people that I go to for advice always give me great advice. And if it's like maybe something that wasn't great or whatever, um, I wouldn't say it's like a, I didn't like it. It's more so like, Oh, I hear you, but, I, maybe I'm not ready to receive it in the moment type thing, or it's like, it doesn't apply in this, you know, it's, it's not necessarily like a, Oh, I don't like that. They said that. So that's very kind of you. <laughs> <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> um, I feel like people don't give you dance advice. Cause you probably like, you look like what you know what you're doing. Gosh, but <laughs> if only you knew sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I'm like, please, like, I don't think I'm doing it right. Like, tell me I'm not doing it right. No, you, know? you got it. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, okay. What about a piece of advice that you received that really changed you? Or like you at least thought it was like, oh yeah, that's really insightful. Mm. I was in a private with Tyreek Patterson and he was just talking to me about like, cause um, I think I had just gotten done either like freestyling or something like that um, within the private. And um, he was just talking to me about how, like, he could tell that basically that, like, he could tell that I am experienced, but I think, I think what I was taking from it was mostly like, 
that there's more to explore. Um, it's really hard to say. I'm like butchering it, and I feel like it's gonna sound so general, and I don't want to do that to him because it wasn't. Okay. But I think like it was something that I needed to hear pretty much that I think launched me into really taking the time to consider like what kind of dancer I want to be, um, or like what kind of um, what like what how do I want to move, or like that confidence that I was looking for. Or am still looking for. So, sorry, I didn't want to... No, that's okay. But yeah, it was pretty much just like a... He said something that was like... It made me like really, really jump out of myself in that moment. In that moment, so... Love that. Yeah. Lastly, anything you want to plug? <laughs> um, Choreo Cookies. Okay. You know? <laughs> y'all know what it is. Look them up at Choreo Cookies if you didn't already know. <laughs> Um, Future is Color. Mm-hmm. Um, what Erwin is that? Hines. Future is Color. Um, I don't want to butcher this. Um, so <laughs> okay. forgive me. I'm going to make sure I get this right before Erwin comes for my throat. Um, <laughs> just kidding. He wouldn't do that. But um, wish Erwin was here because he would just say it so much more eloquently than I really ever could. Um, <laughs> in the way that I've participated in it. Mm-hmm. It's been like a project of his where he's basically taking like the black perspective and putting it in the forefront. Yes. So like he's he has like his own line of clothing that he shares and he creates himself, dyed and everything. Like does it That's so cool. As well as like he's made um video content that's still coming out part of it. Um, okay. <laughs> there's part one that's out. Okay. Part two is coming out soon. I'll be dancing in that. Okay. For anyone that wants to check it out. Um, and then there's also part three. And I think that is just trying to show the complexity within black emotion as well as like, um, patriarchal masculinity. Thank you for your time. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you so much, Austin, for sharing your thought process with me and just sharing your artistry and the way that you think with everybody. Something that I really admire you for is that you just always look like you're having so much fun dancing and it looks easy on you, which I know it took time to practice, but you make dance look fun and easy almost all the time. And I really like that for you, it really is about the process and not so much about the product or getting there. So thank you. And as always, thank you so much for listening. And I hope to catch you next week.